What is up guys? This is All The Smoke on Strength and Physique with your hosts, Adam and Chris, where we provide you with evidence-based information, community support, and recognition to all who are betting themselves with fitness. All right, what is back, guys? I know you're not used to hearing me twice in a row, but Adam has a story, so we're going to swing this off. And on this episode, we're going to talk about how to be a nice fucking person. Yeah, so this episode was inspired by people in the gym, trainers, stuff like that, just kind of maybe we were eavesdropping or maybe they were just saying some stuff that shouldn't be said, especially if you're a fitness professional, in my opinion, calling people you know, fat, lazy, stuff like that. And that's just not, in my opinion, how you talk to anybody. And I don't care if you want to say that's locker room talk. That's just talk between me and my buddy. It's just something you don't say, especially if you pride yourself of being in this industry of helping people achieve their goals. So it was funny that I was like, Chris, I'm not really sure how to talk about this, but it kind of reminds me of when I was an elementary school PE teacher, we would have these sessions once a week, no matter K through five. And I would literally teach these kids how to use manners, say please and thank you, how to make sure when the lights are off, you're quiet. Hey, if you see somebody that is having a bad day, ask them how they're doing, what they're doing or what's wrong. Like literally just simple things that I think we get away from as we progress, because maybe with the ego or whatever it may be, we just kind of throw off the rails. And if that person is not like us, they're, they're different, they're wrong, and rather just trying to embrace our differences and kind of come up with something powerful. So I think that's what what I, I would just say is, man, just embrace differences is don't label people because they're different than you. Because at the end of the day, we're all different. We're all quote unquote weird to our own extent. Like Chris is weird because he likes Michigan and I'm weird because I go to Tennessee and I have to wear this ugly ass orange now that looks, makes me look like I'm a walking pumpkin. Is that ugly though? Cause I actually love the Tennessee orange because my, my, when my high school I went to as actually orange and I didn't like that orange, but Tennessee just sort of has something to it. Hey, I got to say from my high school, I was uh, blue and orange and the orange wasn't like this but it's growing on me i'll I'll just say that it's growing on me but i mean it it just goes back to like you also never know what someone is going through like you might be calling someone fat and lazy however they just got through with like uh a major life crisis that made them gain a whole bunch of weight or like they're coming back from that life crisis and they've actually lost 50 pounds but you're calling them fat but they're actually doing like amazing for themselves and awesome you might be calling them lazy but like their definition of lazy is like so far behind them now that they're actually in the gym one time a week because everyone's movement looks different and i guess this goes on a recent podcast that me and adam did as well like sometimes cardio is completely good enough by what you do for work like nurses will be on their feet all day like okay you don't need to go for walks like you're walking all day And this goes for the same thing that you might be talking crap about someone being lazy, but like they're actually a construction worker. They're just overweight. They're a construction worker. They're, they're walking 20 miles a day. Like they're actually way more active than you. They just don't have the knowledge on the nutrition that they need. So, I mean, it it really just goes back to being a nice person. Uh, One thing I would like to touch on 
is especially for coaches or anyone in general, how you talk when people aren't listening or when people, when you don't think people are going to notice will carry over to how you, how you behave or what your behaviors are like around those other type of people. And I think a really good example I can give is Donald Trump, that whole locker talk situation in the bus. Like I get where people were both mad and not mad about it. Like, yes, he's a guy disrespecting uh, females and he claimed it as locker room talk. However, if you're going to do that behind closed doors, like, it, Listen, it, ain't nobody. I never said that in a locker room either. Yeah. What the? <laughs> yeah, like literally, like uh, me and Adam both played tons of sports, and that was never like I had my music on in my locker room. Like I was getting in the zone. So that thing, those things carry over, and I think that's what a lot of people realized is that he was very disrespectful towards women, because if he's saying that behind closed doors, like he has a lot of biases or a lot of misconstrued thoughts that is changing how he acts towards certain people. So it goes back to the fitness industry, man. Like if you're going to sit there and like knock someone down because they're not doing a certain level of activity or certain weight or certain, or they're not hitting a certain physique goal, you know, nothing about them. Like, especially if, if, if you're a coach, man, like I just can't wrap my mind around how a coach would talk negative about, someone else behind their back. And I think, you know, the, the biggest thing that kind of bothers me is, right, they're at the gym. They're doing a lot of things that are already beneficial. So why the fuck are you talking shit? And something to, like you said, Chris, is modeling behavior, right? Modeling behavior is, I think, stronger than telling somebody to do anything, right? If you look at kids, they, they imitate their parents, teammates, they match competitive behavior. So I think us as coaches, us as making this podcast, we're setting a standard and hopefully people will rise to that standard of one, don't do that shit. Two, if you want somebody to improve what they're doing, be that model, be an example. And then over time, they will start modeling what you do. If they don't model specifically, they'll ask you the questions. But for you to either go behind somebody's back or to their face and shame them for what they're doing, Again, you have to kind of, I guess, relook at what you're doing or why you're doing it, because that that's not the the end goal of what we're trying to do here. So, it, yeah, it tr- gives me some trouble uh, when I either hear that or or I'm visually, you know, seeing something like that. And I, I I would hope, no matter if you're listening, watching, that you're going to step in and say, "Hey, man, don't do that shit," because we're all here in this life trying to improve ourselves. And, you know, taking it day by day and controlling the controllables, as you said, Chris, we don't know who or what people are going through. Um, And you can never put yourself in somebody's shoes without, you know, meeting them and actually getting a better understanding of what they are or what they're about. And one thing I would want to touch on is you can never like, okay, you might be and I'll say this from my perspective, like a lot of people would dream for my body and. I'm not happy with where my body's currently at. So although a lot of other people would want it, it's not something that I would like, I'm not going to step on stage like in a couple months, I'm not going to enter a prep right now because I'm not confident within my own body. So I get that 
a lot of people would want to have my body, but keep that in mind for someone else. Like you, you don't know how they feel about their body. Like they might've actually lost 15 pounds and now they have the ability to go out in public, uh, and just walk in public. Like they might be happy with themselves now, but you, you have no opinion on that. Like your input is completely irrelevant on how they feel. So I, I think that's really important that a lot of people miss too. You, your input is irrelevant to someone and how they feel. Yeah. Everyone's pro- going to progress in their own natural life. And I think, you know, they got even kind of touch up on that a little bit and to kind of make it maybe a little relevant. And then the different aspect is right. Money is supposed to be the, the stress reliever, right? More money, more happiness, but you know, Biggie say more money, more problems, because now you got all these other things that you kind of have to do. So I think kind of looking at the the literature a little bit through, you know, body dysmorphia and stuff like that, right? If you would think the leanest people would have the most happiness, and that's actually the opposite, right? And Chris and I can vouch for a lot of our bodybuilding friends. They've had, you know, eating disorders some really body dysmorphia like symptoms, because once you're, you've reached that leanness, you're never lean enough and you want to stay there. And again, it's not sustainable. It's not healthy and stuff like that. So again, don't talk shit, let somebody progress and naturally do what they want to do. And again, be that role model for them so they can look up to and model and understand that, Hey, everyone else is on this journey of life the same, not the same way, but has the same goal of trying to improve either daily, weekly, monthly, um, and just get through it and ha- have fun with this life. And honestly, something I actually just thought of is a lot of coaches, which this is not so much coaches being an issue. It's more like an industry issue. Like it's been a standard is people associate healthiness with a certain type of body fat. Like you have to be this low on bat- body fat, but like Adam just said, the lower you get in body fat, it gets to a point where it starts to become very unhealthy for you. And that is important to note itself. So something I always take into approach or I always take an approach with is it, I know, I don't know what happened there. I just like mixed up my words, but an, an approach I'll take is when I'm looking at someone's body fat, someone asks me, is this good or bad? And I'm like, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Like, it doesn't matter how I feel. Like, if you're happy with 20% body fat, you're, hap- you're happy. Like, okay, what, what else are you looking to focus on? And if they're like, well, is it healthy? Like, am I, is there, am I at risk for anything for it? Should I have more? Should I have less? I'm like, so body fat, it, it, it's an indicator that the more you have, the more likelihood you might have some type of morbidity, like a, a, a metabolic issue, skeletal muscle issue, uh, those type of health issues. However, it, it, it's just an increased chance. Like you're not, if you go up 2% body fat, you're not going to get a muscle. Like you're not going to get some type of disease automatically. Like you can have a higher body fat and still be extremely healthy. Like if you're coming to the gym, if you're doing movements, if you're being active, if you're taking the stairs instead of the elevator every day and you have a little bit higher body fat, like good Like, I'm happy for you because so many people in this world, like Adam mentioned, like they'll chase that leanness and then like they start to get unhealthy, their hormones start to get impacted. And then it's just an everlasting chasing for a leanness that they'll never get because they're not happy with themselves. 
or they go throughout that process and they learn they don't learn jack shit and they're now they're just stuck at that leanness i don't want to say stuck but they're at that leanness and they just realized bro i'm not even happy what do i even do this for they forget all of those lessons throughout that journey so again if somebody is not where they want to be they will get there but shaming them only makes you the person that's talking shit look like an asshole and again if you are that person and you are that coach get the fuck out of here get out of this this industry because you're the problem not them they're doing the work you're not helping them if anything you're making them feel unworthy you're making them feel that they're, they're doing it wrong when they're actually doing their part and Do that was, part and that was all the smoke on how to get your ass out of this industry if you don't belong here <laughs>